This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Hold on, check me, bro. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am so excited to be chatting with the star of Southern Charm and now the star of Southern Hospitality Monday Nights on Bravo. Please welcome Leva Bonaparte. Hi, Leva. Hi, Dylan. Nice to meet you, officially. Nice to meet, nice to meet you, too. You have a brand new show on Bravo. You... It's now out there in the world. It, it, there, it's been talked about, rumored for a long time. We got to see a little sneak peek at BravoCon time. Now it's finally here. Yeah. How are you feeling about Southern hospitality? I'm so excited. I mean, it's, it, I had to keep like my mouth you know, shut, and I'm not good at that for a really <laughs> long time. Um, I'm really not good at that. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to see it. It's been a long time coming. I mean, there have been different... Um, you know, production companies that have come to us over the years, you know, wanting to peek into our business or whatever. It was just never the right time for me. Um, but now it is. And I'm just so excited. And now, you know, the same people that worked for me back then are just, you know, more interesting, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you say that it's been something that's come up over the years. And obviously you joined Southern Charm a couple years ago now. Yeah, so. Yeah. That had been a conversation that had happened separate from Bravo, I guess, before you ever were on Southern Charm. Yeah, I mean, we just had different, you know, there's people always just like looking for shows or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, you know, when Southern Charm started, whatever, eight years ago, different production companies came up to us. They were like, we want to do a show, we want to do a show. And I was like, "Uh, no, that's like not for me. We were just like in building mode newly married. I was like struggling, getting pregnant. I was like, I, you know, young, like, I don't want to, you know, but now I'm just like in my forties and I don't give a fuck. And so I'm like, all right, come on in, whatever. Like, I don't, at this point, I don't care. Um, and I think I also getting like my feet wet with Southern charm, um, allowed me to have, um, you know, like, listen, I live in, I live in a state of anxiety, but it was, it allowed me to sort of like, (laughs) okay, these are some of the, the thing, the challenges that I'll have, you know, opening sort of my, my business to the world, you know, like, yeah, that makes sense that both in your, in your business, you had had more time to grow and establish it. But then also you weren't a stranger to the idea of reality TV. So you're like, okay, I know I can handle this. So I at least have some concept of what it's going to be like when I when they're inside my business. Exactly. It's like when they're inside my underwear drawer, like, you know, it's, it's, it feels that um, vulnerable when people come into your business and, you know, already I'll post one thing and they're like, Oh, you should do that. Oh, you should do that. Oh, no, no. You know? And I'm just like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know? So yeah, it's, it's a lot because, you know, everyone wants to have an opinion about something that like you essentially really built, um, and put your heart and soul into and like staff that you put your heart and soul into, you know, that I'm 
also protective of, even though I do get angry with them, I'm also very protective of them. You know? <laughs> so, what was it like for you, the difference between filming for Southern Charm, where it's about your friend group and people, sort of your peers versus coming into Southern hospitality. And it's very much, you are at the center as the boss on the show. And these people yeah. aren't, you know, you might have friendly relationships with them, but they're not your friends. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a completely different dynamic. Um, but I wouldn't say, you know, at the end of the day, like I've, I've known some of these kids since before I had my son, you know, like they've been working for me like six years. Like it's like, they may not be friends, but they're like, I feel like an aunt or a second mom or whatever. Like I've watched them grow and go through stuff and, you know, you'll, you'll meet like, for example, like, you know, one of my staff, Lucia, that like, she worked for me, went and had a child, came back, like, it's a lot, you know, so I definitely, it's a, it's an equally sort of like, an equal connection in terms of, they may not be my, you know, my, my social circle, but I'm very close knit to a lot of the staff, because it's really like our Republic family, you know, um, some are newer, but most are have been here for quite some time. And you can even see just in the premiere, which I was glad to get a chance to watch, like some of these people have things going on in their lives that you are maybe not, you know, you have to set a boundary, I guess, when you are and aren't going to be involved. But it, you are, it's not just strictly a business relationship where there's no kind of back and forth about what's going on in their lives. Like you are at least aware of a lot of this stuff going on. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, people say, Oh, it's, you know, this show's so Vanderpump and it is, there's so many things about it. that are very Vanderpump esque, but also like a lot of these kids come and work for us, um, you know, because they want almost like a, like a, a, a mentor, you know, in business. So like they all have these other businesses going on and they'll come and talk to me about it or they'll want to know, like, how can I, how can I, be in your business and like, how can I do more? And how did you get here? You know, they all know that like we built this all on our own. So they know that it wasn't like I'm the face of a business or I, you know, uh, I, I'm heavily invested and I'm just, you know, they know it's like, it's our money, it's our grit, you know? So a lot of them sort of came, came to us working and wanting to sort of be able to have like a connection to, picking our brains and all the things. So it's not just like they came as a bartender or server or VIP concierge. So it's, it's a little bit more, I think, than Vanderpump because they, um, they kind of got like a boss and, uh, like a bit of a mentor in, mm -hmm. in their business aspirations too. You know what I mean? So it's a small town. Like the Republic is like a tiny little entrepreneurial, um, hub, you know? <laughs> we're gonna have you're yeah. like are, are we taking like a 10 percent cut of all of those businesses yeah. it's yeah, like <laughs> I really should do that, honestly at this point i always tell them i'm like when this is all over you guys better bring me some fucking flowers <laughs> <laughs> summer is fast approaching which means more social events more weddings to attend more nights on the town and hopefully more vacations that's why i'm so thankful for today's sponsor honey love for covering us with the best shapewear with honey love you can feel your best even when you're wearing less They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. 
When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot Have you watched Vanderpump Rules much in the past? I was curious watching the show if there was kind of like any advice or anything you felt like you could take about kind of mixing your rest or your hospitality business with reality TV? Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of almost like all shows Bravo, but yeah, Vanderpump I've watched like from the get. I love it. I think it's great. I love, I I met a a bunch of them. I actually met Stassi like years ago. She came to Republic um, with, I think it was just her. But I, I met her. She was really wonderful and sweet. And then at BravoCon, I met like a ton of the other cast, mm. like Katie and Lala and Sheena. Like they're all so great. The Toms, they're all really great um, and really like genuine and transparent, um, which I was shocked by after all these years. They were really like normal, nice, real humans. You know what I mean? Um, which I thought was like, I, I really was impressed by that. Really kind, um, all of them and genuine. So uh that was like heartwarming to me because I was like, oh my gosh, I won't lose my kids to, you know, like they, these are, they're still like down to earth and normal and can have nice, normal conversations. I was really happy about that. And, and of course I'm a big fan. So mm-hmm. with that said, um, I definitely think there's a ton of parallels, but I also think, you know, I met a ton of people from below deck and I think there's a lot of parallels with our show and below deck because, you know, unlike Vanderpump, it's like when you hit 10 o'clock, on King street, it's like chaos, right? So when you, when you get into our business, you're at 10 o'clock, you're going to hit like, um, a hundred people around the corner. They're all waiting to get in line. They're drinking. They're, you know, heightened. They, they don't want to get embarrassed. Like the egos are big. The club is packed. You're trying to, you know, 
make sure the table's on time. So it's kind of like, you know, all hands on deck. Like it, it, there's no more time from, from 10 PM to 2 AM. Like there's no time to dilly daddle or be in your feelings or have a fight with your boyfriend or not like be on point, like mentally, because the money is quick and the tables are quick. And like, it's, it's very easy to get triggered. You know, people come to the door and they sort of want to like poke and prod and piss you off or start a fight. Like it's a lot, it's a lot that you have to, um, juggle in this business. So it kind of has that below deck. And then it kind of has like the million dollar listing side of it, because this is a money business. Like you don't sell, you don't stay. So, right. I was I was struck watching it that it really is that kind of like club atmosphere where you're you're selling a table, you're selling a bottle, you're, you know, figuring out if if we're full here, you're going to go up the street to this other place and we're yeah. going to get the money there. Like yeah. it's not just like a restaurant where you're giving people their food and then they leave. Like it's no, it really is kind of like building that nightlife experience for them and also yes. making the money. Yes. And it's like our, our spaces, there's like four of them all on within like a four block radius on one street. Right. And this is the hospitality city. And so, you know, it's, it also feels a little bit like the crew, like Republic crew, like you do not mess with other businesses. You don't rep other businesses. Like you don't, you know, it's sort of, even when they go out, they, they'll like ask me permission to like go to events. Like, can we go? We're going to like, what if we wear Republic shirts? I'm like, you can go. It's fine. Just don't promote for other people. You know, like, like is it going to be okay? Like this, this, you know, club really wants us all. Cause I really have the it kids working for me. So where they party is like really where everyone goes. I didn't just hire, you know, like run in the mill, like sort of bartenders <laughs> and whoever, like I hired these kids, a, they're like ambitious, B, they're gorgeous. See, they're interesting. You know, they're hardworking, you know, they, they have some stuff too. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but they're, they're really like who people want to hang out with. So like a lot of the time, other places will want to hire them or have them come and like give them a table, you know, because people follow where they go. Right. It's competitive. Uh, yeah. And we get in trouble a little bit there, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit, a little bit. So yeah, um, we have some little talks there where I'm like, uh, no, you can't be like promoting for someone else. You can't be hosting other events. Like you're on Republic DMG team. So like mm-hmm. you can't be on the other team. So yeah, we get a little bit of that. And, um, um, but that creates us like, it's almost like the family, you know? Yeah. It's a li- I'm right. Like you have a responsibility, like obviously you want to make your money, you get your tips, whatever, but then also like the better everyone does every, you know, like, you know, the better you do, everyone's doing better. If they're going up the street to bourbon and bubbles, then that stays in the, you know, everybody's doing better. And at the end of the day, that's exactly. what you want. I tell them I, and I really encourage them to like, it's like they're running their own tiny business. I'm like in business, you just, when you're playing the long game, you don't piss off other business owners. You play with them in the same pool with the right rules. So like, you know, it's hard to get them to understand that like, you know, bourbon and bubbles down the street, even though like that money's not going to your pocket, go ahead and send that money down. And then she'll send you some down. Like that's how the world works. You know, you, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. So it's like little tiny business, um, rules that they are learning. Um, which to us seems so obvious, like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take care of you. Take care of me. Or like, you know, do you do right by people? They do right by you. Um, but you know, at their age, they're like, what? What do you mean? And I'm like, guys, like I, I can't with you. So, um, it's stuff like that. And, um, and it's also just really a family like that sort of 
the way that we run the business is really based on like loyalty and um, valuing like the staff and everything. But they're also kind of like that's made them besties because they all hang out together. They like spend every weekend together. Um, and it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's a little bit like the family, um, the family business is really like, you know, um, they have to ask the family permission. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I could tell watching the premiere, like right away, you start to really get sort of the history that's going on in the group and some of the kind of relationship threads and all of this stuff. So it was, it felt obvious that there was, you know, a past here, but there were some rumors, like before we even saw a trailer or anything, people were saying like, oh, none of these people work there. It's a, you know, there was a cast, all of this stuff. Yeah. What was your, like, did you, were you seeing that in real time? Because, I, I mean, I don't know who has worked for you for how long, but obvi- obviously, you know these people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it all actually stemmed from one particular um, person that we let go, um, who was, like, spreading that rumor. And she, um, she'd worked for us for not very long, this particular person. Um, I didn't know her very well. She didn't work for us for very long. Um, and she actually tried to cast for the show and she wasn't picked up. And so I think she got a little bit bitter about it um, and started just saying crazy things. But I actually loved it because I was like, this is hilarious. Like when they see like um, literally these, you know, half of them have been here before I had my son, like literally six years ago, seven, my son's turning five, you know, like they were there before I was even pregnant. Um, so yeah, this, you know, some of them have six, seven years under their belt, Um you know, grace. And obviously like when you see it, it it'll seem like less cause it was taped some time ago, but even grace was like, Oh, I've worked for love. like four years. And I'm like, no grace, you've worked for me for like six years <laughs> or seven years. It was before I was pregnant. So that's the only way I kind of like in my mind calculate it. Um, but yeah, I specifically remember having that chat, even, you know, speaking to the first episode with grace and Maddie, um, I'd had that chat with Grace and then I ended up having a chat with Maddie who actually worked down the road um, when we first built out our condo before I, I, I got pregnant. And I said, listen, if you, you know, you're smart, you're graduating college. If you really push at this, I'll bring you down to Republic. I remember having that talk. Um, and that's when the Grace and Maddie sort of. <laughs> Grace, Grace and Maddie are already such an interesting kind of duo at the center of these dynamics. And yeah. Grace specifically was just born to do this. Let's let me just say yeah. the yeah. way that scene in the first episode of her at her parents' house. And when her mom comes down the stairs, it's like, oh, my God, I know exactly who this girl is. And yeah. <laughs> she is born to be on television. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I had to have her literally, she was suspended from even being able to walk down to Republic because, um, and I think this is in the first episode, I'm not sure, but she was suspended from being able to walk patrons down from bourbon and bubbles to Republic because her and Maddie had a fight where they decided to throw water bottles at each other in the back of Republic. So like they both come out Friday night, like basically like soaked because they're hurling water bottles at each other about, I don't know what, you know, like also three of Maddie's roommates work at Republic. So 
I don't even know. I don't even care. All I know is I got the text and I was just like, okay, so for the next two months, you're forbidden to walk down <laughs> the Republic. You can't just go down there and beef with people and say like, oh, I was just trying to walk somebody in. Like, it's literally like hurting squirrels, but, um, you know, or keeping toddlers apart and whatever. But I will say like Grace sells like nobody's business. And so does Maddie, you know? So yeah, like they can be a little tricky and difficult. Who knew just calling Maddie literally a month before, you know, Grace from Tulum was going to be like World War II, you know, it's COVID. I'm like, all right, Maddie, come back down to Republic. Like not thinking anything, thinking like Grace is living her best life in Tulum. And then it's like snowballs into like more and more and more and more. Meanwhile, they were like the dream team up at the front of Republic. But Mm -hmm. who knew? Speaking of the COVID thing, it's interesting. I was thinking about how you were filming your first season of Southern Charm when Mm -hmm. the world stopped in 2020. Like thinking about those scenes you had to film, you know, like through a window or like talking on headphones. You were like, you know, walking in the park. Like obviously that was a a unique time for the whole world, but especially with the business you're in, Mm -hmm. I imagine that getting the Southern Charm opportunity ended up being kind of great timing in terms of like you started this new other thing when you couldn't really focus on your hospitality business. Yeah. I mean, really it was during Southern charm. I actually remember the specific date. It was like a Tuesday morning. Um, and we decided, listen, like we are not going to be able to sustain four restaurants, restaurant clubs with like, you know, whatever, like a hundred staff during COVID. Like we're just, it's not, we're going to go bankrupt. We just can't, um, you know, what are they going to do? Because like, you know, these people work off tips and people aren't coming in. And like, I, I remember I actually woke up and I said to the producers of Southern Charm that I couldn't film because I thought I was having a stroke or like some sort of heart attack because I, my right side of my body was like, could not move. <laughs> so I went to the doctor and they were like, you're fine. Like nothing's happening. Then I went to my chiropractor and he was like, you must've just been so tense on one side. Cause I had to lay off. I mean, not, I personally didn't do it, but you know, our team had to lay off like a hundred people that morning. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, and then had to create a GoFundMe because you know the unemployment was so like bogged up, so they couldn't get money right away. So we had to like raise money and also give out to make sure that they could make it through the month until they hit unemployment. Like it was very stressful. And then I was like filming Southern Charm, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I can't. Um, you know, and of course there was like, you know, all the BLM stuff, and you know, our our street got hit so severely, um, you know, with the protests and like, it was mm-hmm. a lot, it was a lot. I, sometimes I'm like, Oh, PTSD, but yeah, I mean, definitely I kind of was like chilling for a year. Cause like we were yeah. doing much, you know, the restaurants were really running on skeleton, but then a minute Charleston didn't close for that long. And the minute Charleston opened back up, then there was no staff. So then it right. was literally me and Lamar were, I was like, should I just like jump behind the bar? Like, there's <laughs> I don't know. You know, Lamar doesn't know what a bartend, but I do. Um, but yeah, it was just like, it, it was, it was craziness. You know, we had managers bartending, managers cleaning bathrooms. Like it was just like, everyone was doing everything. Um, and you know, some of the staff that, that, um, will be on the show, like, you know, they, they were there through that. Um, Maddie in particular, like really held it down for Lamar and I, um, because in the beginning, like we're in our forties and people are like, Oh, it's dangerous for people in their forties, you know, to be exposed, like you could die. And you know, we were like of the elderly, you know, yeah. <laughs> the elderly group or whatever. So Maddie and the 20 something year olds were like holding it down, you know? Um, <laughs> so, 
there's all these like funny little bonds and um that's why i say it's kind of like family like we've been through a lot a lot of us so yeah i mean that is such an sort of the way that all worked out it is funny to think about like filming southern charm you're like okay i'm trying to make sure all my my employees and everyone are good like i can't think about what like madison and austin like arguing with each other i can't i literally (laughs) every time i'm on southern charm i'm like i can't you don't even know what i'm dealing with over there Um, (laughs) so yeah and i always say like then you know lower level comes up what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um it, it was a tricky tricky year obviously neither one was filmed at the same time but um yeah, it, I, I now that you bring that up, it's like been kind of a crazy two or three years. Um, mm-hmm. well, well, and with the restaurant business, obviously, when you're not filming for the show, that still is your day to day life. Like that's your business. That's 24 seven, 365. So it's not just like, oh, I'm done. I'm done filming this new project. Now I get to like, never think about that again. Yeah. No, it's never that way. It's just like, now I get to catch up on this other thing. And then I catch up on, I start to get my bearings on that thing. And then it's like, okay, now we're filming again. And then I go back to like catching up on that thing. And like, you know, not even to mention the mom life part of it. You know what I mean? Where I'm just like, okay, I have to do all the things with my son. Cause I get so busy during filming. Um, you know, so yeah, it gets, it gets really tricky to manage all the things I've learned to just do less. Mm-hmm. My room's messy. It's messy. Like the house is messy. <laughs> stove is unclean. It's not clean. Like, which yeah. is not me. I'm so OCD. Like producers have come over. I'm like, look how clean my stove is. Like, look how, <laughs> you know? And then finally I was just like, I can't, I just have to like, whatever. When you guys are filming, my house is not going to look the way it should. Yeah. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful 
Mutual Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Speaking of your family life, like how does Lamar feel about the whole TV side of things? Because we see him a little bit on Southern Charm. We see him in the premiere. He's at the birthday party. Like it's not like we he's off camera, but it, obviously it's a choice whether or not to sort of take that central role. Yeah, he's definitely not of, uh, you know, he, he he enjoys the show and he's definitely like a fan of the show and he watches reality TV and he loves it. But like, he's just not the one. Like literally he's like a robot. I mean, you even put like, you even put like an extra person he doesn't know that well in the room. And he's like, <laughs> like he's just one of those guys that um, you put a camera in the room and he is not fun to watch. Like, I'm like, why are you talking like that? Like, why are you, you know, um, but also <laughs> he just also consciously like, is just super private. I mean, you guys will notice he's not tremendously on my social media. He's not, you know, a parent all over. Um, it's not his thing. Um, but he does like love me doing it. Um, and does love like the project in itself and like the shows and all that sort of thing. And you'll see a little bit of him too on the, on, on the new show here and there. We definitely like disagree a lot when it comes to how we run the business, which I like to say ends up creating like a really cool thing because, you know, I, I'm kind of like on one side, he's on the other side. And I do think that that, the concessions that we make, that's the result of like a a beautiful business or a great staff, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and right, like you can come to like the best version of something by having two kind of like competing ideas making it better. Exactly. So what boils to the top is like something really kind of epic. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if most people would be able to be married and be like, you know, people would say like, it's crazy you two are married. It's like a tornado and a tsunami got married. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, luckily, we, we found the rules to like tango, but we would have eaten each other alive. Um, if, yeah. if we hadn't. So yeah, it's definitely uh, a tricky thing. And there's times where he's more involved in the business times where I'm more involved, obviously when I had my son for like two years, I was really checked out. Um, which is so odd for me that I think my son is the one thing in life that took me away from ambition for a bit, you know, and, mm-hmm. and building stuff and, and work. I swore I was going to have like 14 nannies. And then I was like, <laughs> he got here. I was like, no one touched my child. I I feel like with the family stuff, knowing that you're putting yourself out there on a public platform, it's different for everyone. Like, but you know what you have to do to kind of protect that side of things. And especially, I feel like with Southern Charm in particular, more than a lot of other shows, people are so passionate about their feelings on your show. And so it's like, people can be kind of ruthless on social media. Like maybe that's not where you live your family life. Yeah, it's really not. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like at this point with social media and the way the world is, there's in order for me to have some sort of sanity, I just don't want people attacking my family. You know, like mm-hmm. that's just like the one thing you want to attack the business or how I look or how I say things or what I stand for or how I talk or whatever it is. Like, that's fine. But like at some point, it's just like, you know, I have to have one thing that's a little bit safe. It's not like you don't see my family, but a little bit, um, a little bit. And, and honestly, like, it's kind of, I think if you were to film me on the wire, it's a little bit boring. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, we're not, um, we've been together a decade. Like, it's just not that exciting. 
Um, right. It's like a it's a arguments and <laughs> what's for dinner or who's making it, and that's about it. It's not like a storyline. It's like just yeah, it's just really everyday not, life. <laughs> yeah, and he's really not like a. Uh, he's not performative in any way. You know what I mean? You really would have to be around him. Like some people have no idea what he's really like. Like you have to be around that guy for like years to really crack in, you know? So he's kind of, if you don't know him, can seem a little bit like a snooze. Mm-hmm. But, I'm, I'm curious with the Southern charm crew and you obviously getting this big opportunity with your new show. Mm-hmm. How have they kind of received it throughout the process? I know we get to see some of them make little appearances here and there on the show, but how has that been for you? I think initially it was like a little bit tricky with some some people, not all of them. Um, and then, you know, when it came to fruition, I just feel like everyone got on board and they've been really nice. And, um, you know, obviously things were sort of like boiling to the surface for a number of reasons by the finale of Southern Charm. Um, but since then, you know, the people that I wanted apologies from gave them to me and and I also have like some deep friendships with people that 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 sort of went a little bit left and you know I'm hoping to repair those on my end and I think from their end too you know what I mean so mm-hmm. yeah, it got tricky I mean I think I think that's just human nature when you're kind of like wait you just got here why are you doing this thing um but you definitely will see a lot like I want to say like 80% of the southern charm cast sort of like making cameos and present and um the girls for sure like naomi olivia taylor taylor's actually like very close with a lot of my stuff she's a lot younger right so okay yeah um she's super super tight with them so um, she'll be at republic even like sometimes more than i am i'm like taylor what are you doing oh my <laughs> dj went to meet bradley me and blah 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 i'm like oh my goodness Um, oh yeah they're they're close with them and um they obviously are close with me so they they came in from the get we're super supportive and you'll see you'll see that i actually just talked to Corey craig's friend who's on winter house this season and and i was like oh like who like who do you know whatever and he's like oh well you know like i'm a i'm at leva's places you know (laughs) i met Corey years ago um through Craig, like, I think it was when Corey might have been, like, trying to get on Southern Charm, like, in the beginning, before Southern Charm. Uh-huh. So, I knew Corey back then, um, and he just has a really interesting family story that Lamar and I really took to, um, which I'm sure he'll, he'll tell you guys about one day. Um, but he's he's a good guy. Like, he's a really nice guy. I, I actually really thought he was great, and then I think he, like, moved away or something. But Corey used to be in there all the time, and um, if he's in town, I'm pretty sure he's in there. So... <laughs> You're like, yeah, there's there's some some stories back there. <laughs> He's a good dude. He's a really, really nice guy. Com- comes from a nice family and stuff. But yeah, I know them from way back then. Like, you got to remember, like, Whitney, Shep, and Craig actually saw Republic before we broke ground. Like, we were out one night, and I was like, do you guys just want to come see it? You know what I mean? And, like, we walked oh through it. Like, we were just at a place across the street having drinks before Southern Charm even started. So, like you know, people want to like, they're like, Oh, where did Lover come from? And like, how, what are they friends? And I'm like, dude, I like, I just, cause I wasn't on television. Doesn't mean that, you know, these relationships are not super old, like coming on a decade of friendships, you know? Right. It's not like you, maybe you haven't been on the show as long or like you don't have as many like Instagram followers as someone else, but in terms yeah. of like what you have going on in your life, that w- yeah. that's where the show is. Yeah. I mean, that's what, what this show is, is really what I've been building, you know, while, you know, some of what, what they see is 
you know, my, my cast that have been filming for eight, nine years, I've been building something for eight, nine years. So I've been mm-hmm. doing nothing else. And so obviously that's what this show is about, but also the friendships between Southern charm and, and, and I, you know, that's existed all this time, even though, you know, I wasn't on TV, but like in real, the other real life that you guys don't <laughs> see, um, that's, that's been there. Right. So yeah, it's kind of funny that, uh, there's all of that intertwined into, into Republic. And Corey was there like back in the day when we used to, when we first opened with Craig all the time, when Craig was like single and would come to the door all the time, go, do you think she's cute? Do you think she's cute? <laughs> Lamar would, like, giggle, and would always go home, not with a girl. Cause you know, <laughs> I'm not, not picky. Like I'm picky. Um, so. <laughs> Craig called out. Um, I, before we go, I so I really loved the premiere. I'm so excited for this season. I know you are as well. Can you tell people who maybe haven't had a chance to watch yet, like what you think is really special about this season and this show and this group of people? I mean, I definitely think that it's, I think this group of people, I think what Bravo will really like is it just like, it's very, it hits all the stories. It's, it's really real life. Cause you know, when I, when I go to work anyway, I am around people of different backgrounds and they look different and different, you know, socioeconomic status and like different lifestyle choices and like all these things. Right. Um, I think it's kind of cool to see how these like young people are navigating all of that in this one workplace. You know what I mean? Um, they're all ambitious. They do things differently. I think it's going to be like a new, I haven't seen that a lot, like on Bravo, on a ton of other shows. And I think it'll be cool. I think that's like the, the emo side of me is just like, Oh, I can't, you know, <laughs> like seeing them, you know, all work in this space and kind of like disagree. But um, in the end, there's a lot of love there. I think that's kind of going to be cool. I'm really proud of that side of it. Um, but I definitely think like the salacious side of it and all the good stuff, like this is a side of Charleston people don't see. It's like the nightlife. People don't know that like King is just like crazy all week long, you know, and they don't see sort of on Southern Charm, you don't see like the coastal life and sort of, you know, it, it it's kind of like what people say, like, what's that, um, what's that show that, like Outer Banks where they're like people here have like four houses or like four. Yeah. Houses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very much like that is Charleston. People either have like estate wealth or, you know, wealth or just a lot of wealth, like several homes, you know, or, they have four jobs or they're making a killing in hospitality. <laughs> so you know, this is a hospitality city. So like these kids are making a killing working three days a week. And then they're in Tulum the other three days, or they're renting a mansion the other three days, or they're like on a yacht the other three days. It's very unique because um, I don't think you get that in a lot of other cities. So, you know, they're making more than their friends were attorneys and, you know, first year doctors and like whatever, like, they're making a killing and they work. I know you've, you've got me questioning my career choices for sure. If I can yeah. be on a yacht three days a week, I'm coming down there. Literally. My sometimes is like, I swear your bartenders make more than I do. And I'm just like, uh, they might, like, <laughs> maybe I just need to go in there on the weekends. Uh, oh my gosh. Pocket a bit more. Yeah. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's new. It's young. Um, I think that people will be excited to see sort of like this new young Southern, um, sort of like splash. I mean, I think we're going to come in with a bang. It's really like a mashup. I think of all the shows, like you get the craziness of below deck and you get like the sexy nightlife of Vanderpump and you get sort of the 
million dollar listing, like hustle and business side. And, and then really, really true, vulnerable stories. Like you guys are going to see some stuff that is honest and hard. And I'm proud of, of these kids for being really vulnerable. I had a talk with them. I was like, listen, this is the, this is the game here. You got to really open up. Like you can't, you don't tell they're going to come, they're going to figure it out. You're going to, mm-hmm. you know, and they did, they were really open hearted and, and I was proud of them because they're young. It's not easy to do that stuff, you know? Yeah. Leva, thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm so excited for your show. Congratulations. Monday nights on Bravo. Yeah. Um, and best of luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Leva. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.